It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Made it to a Wednesday. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Wednesday. I know it was Thursday last week, but he's back to Wednesday. Tony Burke in studio today. Is it Wednesday? I wasn't sure. We're retired. We don't have any idea what day yeah. it is. My wife has to tell me. I think you got a show today. I say, it's Sunday. No, she goes, no, it's Wednesday. Yeah. I, I said, I, oh. I okay. thought I was playing golf on Sunday today. It was going to be nice. <laughs> You're not playing golf today, are you? No. Got a coach. Be a good Too day wet. to play. Too wet, though. Yeah, it's not going to be crowded, though. Temperature's great. I hate February, though. Said it many times on the show. And it is Wednesday. February 8th, welcome to the show. M&M Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. Get to Thornton's now. Get your free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit or bacon, egg, and cheese croissant or steak and egg burrito along with any fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottled soda. All you have to do is get on your phone Become a new Refreshing Rewards member. Download the app, register today, and earn your free breakfast on Thornton. Scooter, can I get that bacon, egg, and cheese croissant at any time of day? Uh, if they're available. So if they've got it in stock. They usually keep them out pretty late, yeah. past lunchtime. Uh, are they like the movie hot dogs that have been there for a month and a half? They Maybe don't, They so. don't do that, do they? Well, I don't know. I'm not Close. sure. I don't work at Thornton's. Close? <laughs> Anymore? Is that what you said? No, I don't work at Thornton's. <laughs> Uh, hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Indiana with a win last night. Uh, started out easy. Got dicey there at the end. Uh, Scooter, I'm going to ask you, Tony's the guest today, but what do you think about your boy Mulcahy? Father? Uh, it was definitely a trip. He deleted his Twitter. Did you see that? I saw that. He, so, last year he threw a punch at Xavier Johnson, I guess. It was a punch. It was a swing. Uh, got... Teed up. Did he get ejected last year? I can't remember. I think he got ejected. But all I know is him del- deleting his Twitter as an admission of guilt. Why is that an admission of guilt? If people just, are wearing out your Twitter and you just don't want to see it anymore. Well, he didn't want to deal it. with it. He didn't want to have to respond tried, to all and, the haters. And look, you can trip Miller Cop and you can trip uh, you know, Malik Renew. Do don't trip TJD. TJD. What are you doing? Hoosiers beat Rutgers last night. They cover. Pitt beats Louisville. They cover. With ease. What did I ask you yesterday about the halftime spread? It was nine. Nine, yeah. 47-27 at halftime. <laughs> Yikes. And Arkansas, I guess, upsets UK. Tony, help me out. Kentucky does not play well at home. What was I the, don't understand it. What was the line on that? Four and a half, five? Five and a half. Five and a half. Uh, I thought Kentucky was not good besides for Wallace and Collins, and I thought Arkansas showed what they can be, and if they get Nick Smith back, and they will apparently, that's what Jimmy. I know you didn't know Jimmy Dykes was on the game. If you didn't know that, uh, he's he he and Marty Smith both said they expect Nick Smith back. Yeah, Nick Smith, uh, he's a lottery pick, and he's only played five games for Arkansas. If they get him back, they're they're dangerous, man. I mean, because I mean he's one of the top players, but then you got to blend him. But Kentucky last night, awful. Second half. Oh, man. You, you just. Bad defense. Oscars getting worse every time, every game. Seven and seven last night. That's great if you're a, you're a cocktail, but not if you're a Oscar Shibway, who is usually a double double machine. Teams have figured him out. Yep. But 
He's still got to work harder to do stuff. He stands around a lot, which really surprises me. And uh, when you got guys like Frederick who can't get shots off and you're struggling, boy, I, it was it, it was it was rough. It was rough for them last. Severe night. Wheeler did not play. I think they missed him, especially early in that second half, because Casey Wallace. I think at this point, you give him the ball and say, "Do whatever you want to do." You're the best player in a Kentucky uniform. There's no two ways about it. He had 24 points, three rebounds, five assists. But of those five turnovers, two of them came live ball turnovers that led to uh, dunks for Arkansas early in that second half. I think Arkansas, Arkansas, easy for me to say, scored the first six or eight points of the second half. And from that point on, Kentucky was playing catch-up. And they were just, like you said, live ball, bad passes are, are falling down yeah. and going down and dunking it. And uh, Arkansas has talent, and you let them roll like that, and all of a sudden they kept going. See what uh, Arkansas shot for the game? They were uh, I'm going to say 62.7. You're exactly right. That's you just are, a guess. I mean, that's pretty good there, uh, Creston. Just a guess. Um, Four of nine from three. They were 20 of 24 at the line. Very few shots went up from anywhere for Arkansas that uh, didn't end up Going through the net, yeah, they and that's that's a product of good offense, but it's also a product of pretty bad defense. Yeah, it's a combination. You know, when you're watching a game and nobody's scoring or all that stuff's going on, I always look at somebody and says, "Is it really good defense or really bad offense?" And it just matters what team you're for. Ken- and uh, Kentucky dropped from 32 in the net rankings to 41 as of this morning. Uh, that's not good. They were not last four in, but they were last four buys, according to Joe Lenardi going into that game last night. I would have to think at best right now they're last four in in bracketology. I agree with you. Uh, what they need is Arkansas to really p- turn it on and keep playing well, so that one's not as bad as it yeah. might turn out to be. But you made a point to me before the show. If they have Georgia at noon. Saturday, they this better take care. They win. better take every game's been a must game. Everything I've listened to, this must game. But this game would crush you. Yeah, you just like South Carolina, right? Yes. Every every time they lose, that South Carolina game comes back up because that one is the crusher. Along with the fact that you're one in seven in quad one games, the only win you have is what is now to me an astonishing win at Tennessee. How did they beat the Vols at Tennessee? Now Tennessee. Lost to Colorado in Nashville earlier in the year. Uh, they only put up 46 points, I think, against uh, Auburn this past weekend. Our, Tennessee has had some bad games. Um, will they have one tonight, I guess, uh, is the question. Because I bet against them. Vanderbilt is a system bet tonight. Tennessee's a 10-point favorite. And I brought up C.J. Frederick. He played 21 minutes last night. Johnny. Was he hurt? I don't know. He Hal was said after four. the game, I shouldn't have played him. Remember the fall he had in the last game? Yeah, he grabbed his ribs. He had a chest injury. Yeah. Uh, and Cal said after the game, I shouldn't play him. Shouldn't have played him. Well, I, Cal says a lot of things. I think fans are tired of, and you brought up a great point. When you're winning, nobody gets tired of what you say in the postgame. But when you're losing and you continue to say, this is what I should have done, I should have gotten Bryce Hopkins more time. He said that. I remember when Hopkins had. 20 something against LSU. I've got to get him more. I got to get him more time. And they didn't play him. He plays three minutes in the next three games. I got, uh, you know, should have got to figure out a way to get Damian Collins more time. I should have done this. I should have done that. People don't want to hear that when you're losing. People want you to make those adjustments in game. Um, he got out coached last night. 
right? Overall? They got out coached. They got outplayed in the second half. There was a lot of things. And, and the crowd was there for them. They were. Yeah, give that crowd a lot of credit. I mean, you know, when they're on the road, they seem to play better, John. Make a – why? I don't know. I don't know. Because if, he, if they're staying in a hotel now at home, which is what Cal has done for a couple of weeks now, if he is taking their electronic devices away, which he's done, then what's the difference? Because when you go on the road, you're in a hotel, you get, he takes your uh, your phone and your tablet away, and you why do you play better away from home? Is is this a um, result of being scared that you're going to get taken out of a game? I don't think so. He only played, he's only playing eight guys. These are talented guys, Tony. They are. And they they – it feels like they're not allowed to play in the way that they want to play. Chris well, Livingston last night, 13 points, five rebounds, thought he looked really good. And you know what? He, a couple of times he just took the ball, went went into the lane, went into the basket, and put it up over people, which he and Toppin, they can jump over people. He hit a three last night, at least one. Um, but it feels like one mistake, Chris Livingston, you're out of the game. Damian Collins, you're out of the game. Certain guys, you're done. One mistake. Well, the it's hard to play that way, isn't it? You're, you played. Uh, yeah. Uh, an interesting thing to me while you were saying that is, like, and Reeves played 30 minutes last night, and the game before, he yeah. wasn't even in the game at the end of the Second game. Second half, but, he barely played. But, but I can tell you as a coach, sometimes you think something's still going to work when it's not working, and when it doesn't, you doubt yourself too. So – I'll give him a little bit of slack, but not to keep saying, I should have done something. Yeah. I should have not. We're going to get this fixed. We're going to do this. That's what you have to say. But don't say something and then don't do it. That That's what you got to be careful of, and I think that's what he's done a lot. The loss like to St. Peter's was awful. Um, again, you can look back. You can do revisionist history. You can say, well, uh, Shaden Sharp should have played. He should have made him play. He should have let him play. Because uh, odds were you were going to lose them anyway. That's revisionist history. You've got games going on this year. At what point do the, are the fans fed up? At what point is the administration fed up? Because you got a guy making $8 million a year here. He's got to be better. I agree. He's got to be better with the fans as well. He left the, that, the post-game Mike Leach one segment in of a three-segment post-game. Well, Mike Leach Bruiser, right uh, Tom Leach. Uh, uh, for, <laughs> Too soon, John. <laughs> uh, Scooter, can you uh, edit that out? Here we go. Tom Leach. The Tom Leach interview. Three segments. He does one and lets Bruiser Flint take over for the rest of it. Why? Let's be honest. He don't want to be out there. And that 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 that's the one thing when you're winning and or losing, you do things the exact same way. You come out, you do stuff, and he's been that way this year. Now on some of the some radio stations, he won't talk to them because they criticize what they're doing. You know what? Man up. You know what? You're going to be you're you're in a you're in a position. It's like a politician. You're going to get criticism when things aren't going the way people want to. Everybody's going to love you when things are going right. But you got to, You got to stand up when you're when you're losing or things aren't right, and you got to take it. Did he do that in Memphis? Did he do it at UMass? Did he do it with the New Jersey Nets? I don't know the answer to that. I, I can't tell you either. And you know. You can't be a good winner and a bad loser. And he is showing that he is that. I right think now. so. Um, and and here's the other thing. And this is bothering me. This bothered me when they were thirty eight and one. When somebody asks you a question in a press conference, answer it. Answer the question. 
don't just talk about whatever you want to talk about. This this man or woman is has a job to do, and they have a legitimate question to ask you. Show them the respect that they're showing you and answer the question. And he never has done it. Well, that's just called life. You respect people. And you can do just what you said. You can answer the question, then go on your rant. But answer the question. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not above everybody. Don't that that's what it looks like right now to me that he thinks he's just You guys so are idiots. I know what I'm yeah. I know what I'm doing. Leave me alone. And look, maybe they win the last I don't know what they got, last seven, eight games of the year. Yeah. Uh go into the tournament as a you know, have success in the SEC tournament and go into the NCAA as a seven seed, nine seed, and pull a couple upsets, and all of a sudden you're going, oh, Cal knew what he was doing. We we forget as a fan base. We forget quick. We forget and forgive quickly when you win. Yeah, and, and it's it's a hard job. I mean, I don't care if you've been there one year or thirty years, especially in a fan base like Kentucky. They're not they they're not going to wait to see. Ask the Louisville fans right now how oh, happy man. they are. Yeah. Ask the Kentucky fans. They're pretty happy last night because Kentucky lost. Well, yeah. Because Louisville fan right now is we're not even watching our team. Our team's three and twenty one. We don't even want to see that. Kentucky lost. All right, we're happy. That's that's yeah. that's part of it. Uh, Georgia on Saturday noon game. Surprise, surprise, Scooter. ESPN. Jeez. Kentucky and Georgia on the mothership because they'll get better I, ratings. I'm sure at there's noon. not. Yeah, I know. I said this Monday. Ours, it's yeah, all about ours. the ratings, but I'm sure they'll. That's going to be a much better game than any of those other noon games that are on the U or ESPN two or. Uh, SEC Network or ACC Network. I'm sure. You know, there's no doubt about it. Those, there's no other better game than Georgia, Kentucky from Athens Saturday at noon. There you go. <sighs> All right, LeBron did it. Scooter, I was right again. You were wrong again. Man, Man I get tired of saying I that. I should have bet it. What was I, I thinking? I get tired of saying that. LeBron breaks Kareem's record last night. Did you watch it? We'll get to uh, Tony's answer on that. Did you see it? I Actually, I. it's hard not to see it. The Kentucky game was over when he did it, so – People switched over. I did. I was glad he did it in the third quarter because I went to bed. The uh, Lakers, however, lost again. So we'll talk about that. Aaron Rodgers is in the news. Uh, I just laugh sometimes. The Saints are meeting with a free agent quarterback today. We'll see how that works out. Uh, we'll check out the net rankings. Kyrie felt, this is a quote, folks, I love this. disrespected, end quote, uh, by the, new, by the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Really? We'll talk about that. And the new Netflix golf documentary that's coming out on February 15th, a week from today. How excited am I for this? I can tell you, very excited. We'll also recap Indiana's win and Louisville's loss. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Beers on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears and Tony Burke here on a Wednesday. John and Tony Dog and Pony Show. Eminem Carnage Hotline is open 384 1450. 502 384 1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line is open as well. 502 414 1450. Get your text into that number 414 1450. We'll put a bow on Kentucky here. Casey Wallace had 24 last night. Chris Livingston 13. 
Jacob Toppin's only 11 and 8, but he missed five free throws, four of them there late when inexplicably Arkansas fouled and allowed Kentucky a chance to get some points at the free throw line. They couldn't take advantage. Couldn't take advantage of anything there in the second half. When your two freshmen are your leading scorers, and I sit there and watch it, and every time I see Wallace get the ball, I'm like, let him go to the bucket. Yep. I think everybody says that. When they ran that high pick and, pick and roll with Oscar, it was very difficult for uh, Arkansas to stop it. But and, and Cal did want to run it a lot. Has Cal gotten too dominant, too uh, reliant on Oscar Sheboy? Looks like because teams have figured out. Let's get physical. We push him out of there. We double team him on rebounds. We don't let him get a rebound, uh, and, and we're just going to get physical with him. And he doesn't like that. It's obvious. Um, does, if I'm if I'm Cal, he said after the last game after Sheboy fouled out that Severe Wheeler went to him and said. Give Kaysen the ball at the top and just let him do his thing. And it worked, and you won the game. He's going to make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, we won't, we won't see him next year. He's he's Tyrese Maxey, right? And, and Maxey's tearing it up in Philadelphia. Maybe not quite as quick, but stronger, oh, I think. The, some, uh, one of the blocks he had at the rim last night after, after a turnover was incredible. So the Cats have uh, Georgia. Kentucky is now 16-8, and 7-4. In the SEC, outscored 47 to 33 in the second half at home. Now, that's bad home performances against South Carolina, LSU, Kansas, and now Arkansas. What is it about Rupp Arena that they hate and that the other team can come in and shoot 62%? And Arkansas is not the only one that shoots well in Rupp Arena. I think Rupp Arena is a shooter's paradise. Well, Kentucky had a long home streak before this, and now they can't win a game at home. <laughs> I mean, which is crazy. Uh, Mo from Middletown says, why did I go? I went to the Kansas game, that late game, and got out of there. That, that's another thing. The late games are killing me. They're killing it, and when you play bad at home late games, the place drains. I mean, it's like water going out of a pool because people want to get home. They've been out all night, and uh, just just a bad night all around for the Cats. So uh, they'll return home – or they'll return uh, – to play Saturday. Maybe they play better. They're on the road. All right, Indiana 70, uh, 66, Rutgers 60. It was a revenge game. The Hoosiers got a big lead. The uh, Scarlet Knights came back. Indiana is now 8-5 and five in the Big Ten, tied with Rutgers for second place in the Big Ten. How's my Indiana going to win it all bet looking at 50-1 to one now? Not, Still dumb? Uh, uh, Tony? Looks better than it did when you bet it. <laughs> but... Uh, I mean, if you're second, if you finish second in the Big Ten, you're a four seed. Oh yeah, I think definitely. three maybe. Possibly. I mean, big. Here, I, I'm I, not I, in the bunker, John. You love. I'm in the studio. Way, I'm not about, in the how bunker. How do you feel about the bunker? Scooter didn't even know what the bunker was when I brought it up yesterday. What did I text you? You hate the bunker. I said, shoot me. Shoot, if I put shoot keep me, the, uh, Joe, if I got to listen to Joe in the bunker anymore. Yeah. All right, but Joe brought up a great point. How many? How many Big 12 teams are going to be top four seeds in the tournament? Because once you get more than four, now you got to match them up in second-round games, third-round games, which the committee doesn't want to do. They, they do everything they can to avoid that. But usually one conference doesn't have four top four seeds or more. If you get five, look out here. I don't know what happens. you got to do it how it should do. You can't – be biased and, and not, you know, be against the conference because those guys deserve it. But, John, the records of everybody, 
are are not good. I mean, there's there's very few teams that have great records because the, yeah Purdue and Houston. That's it. Yeah, the Big Twelves beating each other up and all those other conferences. That, is anybody out on the West Coast? I mean, I forgot about even who's out there. Arizona Wildcats. Yeah, and and I, I was think told, they've only got I want to say three losses. So Texter, I mean, by the way, says I think it's important to get this out there now. If Kentucky gets in and wins the first four game, it does not count as a tournament win. I don't think that's really true. <laughs> I think it does. All right, back to Indiana. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis. Oh, that's all you got to say. I said yesterday he's a walking 25 and – what did I say, 25 and 12? Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 and 18 last night with six assists to throw in for good measure. And Scooter's favorite player finally hit some shots. Woohoo! Miller Cop, four of six from three. He finished with 18. I told you it was coming. We had a Miller Cop game did. coming. I just didn't know when. And what did I say about Indiana? You need two guys, other than Trace Jackson Davis, to play well each night, and I don't care who those two guys are. Last night it was Miller Cop. I guess Hood Shafino was the other one. Seven points, three rebounds, three assists. I I would say. Nobody else was in double figures. Of course, you only scored 66, but your defense was great last night. From a. From a statistics perspective, yeah, it would probably be Jalen, but from just an all-out, how-hard-you're-playing type of performance, Trey Galloway, no question. What about the uh, horse shot that uh, Hood Shafino hit? That was insane. How did that ball get anywhere near the basket? I was at a restaurant. Unbelievable. I was at a restaurant taking in the game, and everybody in the bar was like, whoa, what just happened? uh, Indiana held Rutgers to 39.7%. Is this a rivalry now? Does everybody in the Big Ten all of a sudden hate Rutgers because they're good? Rutgers Nobody's might consider it a rivalry. Yeah. Nobody's a rival with Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody hates Rutgers all of a sudden, not just Indiana. Now, the Mulcahy thing, okay, when a guy plays dirty, it, it reminded me of Grayson Allen. Obviously, nobody likes that dude. But Rutgers is physical. They're talking trash. Maybe they're trying to be somebody's rival. Is that what it? You think maybe that's possible? Who would be Rutgers' rival? Penn State. <laughs> Seton Hall should be. Seton Hall, different conference, though. Uh, in the conference? But I mean, just, oh, in conference? Maryland? Nobody, Maryland's the Maryland's closest not close. geographically. They're still not close. To New Jersey? It's not that close. Nobody goes to New Jersey. Well, that's true. Nobody really wants to go to New Jersey. Um, Indiana, 5 of 12 from 3. Rutgers was 8 out of 25. The Hoosiers did miss 7 free throws out of their 24 attempts. IU out-rebounded Rutgers. Indiana, 14 turnovers, Rutgers 9, but the difference was shooting where uh, IU shot 45.8, Rutgers 39.7, and that was a credit to Indiana's defense, especially interior defense. They made it tough on uh, Rutgers all night. They get the win. It's an important win. Uh, Here's the trick, Scooter. Go to Michigan Saturday. What are you coming off of? You're coming off of a home win against Purdue, the number one team in the country, and you're coming off a win against a team that beat you in December. A home win against a team that beat you in December. An emotional win last night. They really wanted to win that game. And now you go to Michigan Saturday, 6 o'clock, on the mothership, ESPN, Indiana at Michigan. Michigan is not really very good. I mean, even Kentucky beat them. That's a shot. I shouldn't do that. But (laughs) – this is a dangerous game. This is going to be a uh, system game, I would think. Although Michigan, Michigan probably be a small favorite in this game. You think? No way. No, well, uh, Indiana. No way. Be a, they'll be about a three point favorite. I think Indiana will be. It's about it's right. It's going to be a system game, and you know the system's on fire right now. By the way, Rutgers' rival is Princeton as their biggest rival. Wow. 
Where did you come up with that? Just doing a little research. Boy, I bet there's okay. a, I bet there's at I least know. 250 people that get into that rivalry. What <laughs> website that is now shut down probably <laughs> says that that's the biggest rivalry for Rutgers? It's not shut down because it's Wikipedia, and you got to trust everything well, Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, well, you, there you, you go. Yeah. You just you can change it right now, Scooter, to whatever. Yeah, you, you can want say it. it's UCLA. You can put it on there, and it'll be on there until somebody else changes it back. Hey, John. Prince, they Davis. are in the same state, by the way. Jackson Davis now has two hundred, uh, has two thousand and four points, one thousand thirty-five rebounds, a school record, two hundred and forty-two blocks, and ranks fourth all-time with forty-four doubles, double doubles after breaking a tie with Steve Downey. That's pretty impressive. How how good is he going to be next year as a senior? Uh, I'm the, kidding, the, of course. I was going to say when he's there's, playing, um, there's when some he's, rumors out there. Where does Trace Jackson Davis go down in Indiana lore? And let me ask you this before you answer: Does it hinge on what the Hoosiers do in the tournament this year? No. Yes and no, because that's the one thing on the resume he doesn't have. Well, tournament he, success. He's going to go down in history as one of the best players. Now, where's he for ranked? his lore? He's going to have. You know they're going to have to do something. He's going to be playing at the Oklahoma Oklahoma City next year on that team. Where and does they're he going to be rank better. in Indiana history? And I'm talking Scott May, Isaiah Thomas. Um, I'm sure I'm blanking on this. I mean, where's There's where's tons of guys? Where's he going to rank? Because those guys, top ten, you know, oh, the top se- five, the '76 team won it all. You can go Quinn Buckner, Kent Benson, Scott May, right, Wilkerson. Then you got the Alford team, Steve Alford, who I didn't even mention here. Uh, Isaiah Thomas team won it all with Tolbert and uh, Langdon or um, Landon Turner. Yeah, I think Scooter, I'd say somewhere between five and eight, somewhere in that range. I think it's easy, top five. By the way, do you know who's next up on the scoring list for him to pass? Uh, where is he on the scoring list? I think he's uh, up to number Dockage. six now. <laughs> number six? <laughs> I don't think it's Dockage. <laughs> I love the guess. <laughs> I love the guess. Uh, I would say Kent Benson. Mike Woodson. Oh. <laughs> is up next on the list. A guy named I didn't even mention, and he's on the bench <laughs> with him, coaching. Uh, how high can he get on that list? What's the number? Uh, I don't. Can he can he catch Woodson? Well, they win it 50 to one. Oh, he'll ca- yeah, he'll they catch. win it at 50 to one. He's going to be really high. He'll catch Woodson for sure. Okay. I don't think he can get up to number one. Let me pull it up real quick. Hey, this is called dead air. Yeah. No, that's uh, when you're supposed to talk. It's your show. Six o'clock Saturday, uh, Indiana at Michigan, ESPN. Uh, we'll get back to the cards. So he can get up to number yeah. three. Don Schlunt scored 21.92. Uh, he, he, Don was a heck of a player. Good old Don. So Boy, 188 more points. His, he'll be his, number three. Uh, his one-on-one game, Don Schlunt, ISO, ISO game, unbelievable. Yeah, step back. Step back set shot from Don Schlunt. Um, Pittsburgh 91, Louisville 57. The cards are 1 and 12 in the ACC now. Pitt, by the way, that, that's a win. This is why I liked Pitt yesterday, and I said it on the air. That's a win they had to have because they want to, they're second in the league now. They are 10 and 3 in conference. Really, they're tied for first now with Clemson, who I think might play tonight. No, they don't play tonight. They're tied with Clemson uh, at 10 and 3 in the league. 12 to 12, Tony, this game was early. I was following it as, as I was out at Evangel last night. I was following it on my phone. It was 12 to 12 early. It was 47 to 27 at halftime. Scooter's nine was awful good in the first half. I oh, minus nine <laughs> was a gift. Mike James led the cards in scoring 11. 
Hersey Miller, the only other Cardinal in double figures with 10. Withers had nine. L. Ellis only seven points last night. What's going on with that? Pitt's defense was good. I don't know. But Louisville's defense was awful. Louisville shot 27.6%. Um, they were 10 for 27 from three, though. They were. Pitt shot 54.9. Pitt was 17 of 31 from three, though. That's a little bit better. 17 of 31. That's incredible. Um, Pitt out-rebounds the cards. Pitt did have more turnovers. Now, oh, guess what you get now, cards? At 19th ranked Miami on South Beach, Saturday, 7 o'clock, night game on South Beach on the ACC Network. What will the spread of that one be? 22? 23? It might be. It might be. I mean, Pitt was 16 and a half, 17 and a half. I got it right here. I have, they were 15 on ESPN. Unbelievable. And, John, uh, and and here's the thing. Here's why I like Pitt last night. Louisville beats Georgia Tech. They lose to Florida State, but a late come from comeback and tied the game, had a chance to win, didn't get it done, and now you go on the road and people are talking. You, there's not a game on the schedule you can win other than at Georgia Tech. Give Pitt some credit. They made 28 field goals on 23 assists. That's hard to do. That is difficult to do. Here's a stat I saw. In, uh, Kelly Dickey's always great, but um, Louisville made six. Six two-point field goals last night. How many total field goals did you say Pittsburgh had? Uh, 28? 28. And 17 of them were threes? Yes. That's unbelievable. Well, Louisville, the scooter, uh, had 10 threes, but they only had 16 made field goals. So they had six two-point field goals. That's the fourth time in the last 75 years that Louisville's made less than seven field goals in a uh, two-point field goals in a game. And I, factual <laughs> optional, I know, but yikes! I saw where when with Louisville's three wins, three and twenty-one, it's the worst the record's been in 109 years. Well, it's getting ready to be three and twenty-two, and I haven't even looked ahead <laughs> after uh, that. I mean, that is that is just unbelievable. And nobody saw that coming at the beginning of the season. Especially. I was at the Kenny Payne press conference. It was all hugs and balloons, man. Maybe that was the problem. It was hugs and balloons. You were there. Um, well, I hope not because I was at the Jeff Brown press conference too. I hope I'm not the problem. A couple of stats back to Kentucky real quick. I, it's hard to talk about Louisville right now. I mean, even the, even the uh, people that want Kenny Payne gone – I'm talking to you, Nick Coffey. Even the people that say Kenny Payne should not get a second year, it's hard for them to talk about it. It's 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 unprecedented in our lifetime to see this from uh, a Denny Crum, Rick Pitino coached, you know, program that is now three and twenty-one. All right, back to Kentucky. Second worst home loss of the Calipari era. Did you know that? Fifteen point loss. They lost to Alabama by twenty. Um, in 2021. Cats are, uh, Dick Weiss, uh, Hoops Weiss says, Cats are one for seven in quad one opportunities, and Arkansas had the best shooting performance by a Kentucky opponent, 62.7, since Florida in 2007 shot 64%. So those are just some of the numbers that uh, add up to a 15-point loss to what is right now, admittedly, a mediocre Arkansas team, Tony, and an Arkansas team that was bad on the road heading into this game. 
Well, they were one and five in conference. Now they're six and five. They're so playing much better. They're playing much better. They're playing much better. All right, Always we'll t- looking for the silver lining. Always. Uh, I do want to get Tony's Super Bowl pick before we get out of here. We'll talk Who's about. Playing? We'll talk about that. We will go over last night's college win winners and losers, and tonight's games, including two system bets for me, and also, is it two or one? One Tony Burke system bet tonight as well. NBA talk also. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio, final segment. 384-1450 if you want to join the show. Uh, verbally, 502-384-1450. That's the Eminem Cartage hotline. Thornton's text machine is still open as well. 502-414-1450. Texter says, wow. This just, uh, it's just mean-spirited. I don't even want to. You don't want to read it, but you're going it, but to. I'm going to. It's like a Texter wreck. says, Pitt made more threes than the total number of shots we made. <laughs> Same texter. Stat machine here. Says the cards had more of their shots blocked, 10, than shots made, 6, in the second half last night. <laughs> That's hard to do. That's really hard to do at that level. Whew. Division Man. one players. So, uh, all right, who you got this weekend? Indiana at Michigan, 6 o'clock ESPN. I think Indiana squeaks one out. It's going to be a system bet, you know. I know it is. All right. Uh, Louisville at Miami. What's the number going to be? I don't even. I know you know who's going to uh, win. You know, Scooter said about 22, 23. I'll go 25. As a final score, 25? Uh, yeah, I, I think Miami covers. Kentucky and Georgia, done. do they play well on the road? Noon game, early game in Athens. You know, I wouldn't bet Kentucky or against Kentucky either way. But What's the number going to be in that game? Kentucky would be about Eight? five or six. Oh, you think? Yeah. After that game the other night at home. Yeah, uh, I'd give them seven and a half. Okay. Did anybody ask him? Tony? Who was that? Who who said that? There's a guest here. When the guest is talking, Scooter, you can interrupt me all you want. No. But when the no, guest didn't interrupt him. He didn't interrupt me. News and notes here. Aaron Rodgers is going on a darkness retreat. Oh. <laughs> did you see this? I did, yeah. Four days, four nights, complete and total darkness. Now, last year it was ayahuasca, right? Yeah. He went to Peru, I think it was, and did some sort of uh, – what do you call it? Mind-altering agent. There you go. Very good, Scooter. <laughs> You're back. He's back. Uh, this year, it's a darkness retreat. Four days in total darkness. It's got to so be in Alaska, fun. right? So that he can figure out what he wants to do next year, if he wants to play, where he wants to play. Maybe, I heard this today, maybe he's going into a black hole because he's going to play in the black hole. It is the Raiders. Mm. Huh? Well, why would you go do that and after Devontae you just Adams. won the Pro-Am at Pebble Beach? Because he, <laughs> he wants to hallucinate, Dude, don't he? he? He was so calm during that golf. You know, it's, yeah. It's going to be a, four days of darkness. Can you imagine four days, complete darkness? 
Hey, I guess they they drop food in for you. He said it makes you hallucinate, so I think that's probably why he's doing it. Well, the Indians I've seen on shows do that, but I, when I had COVID the first time, really, really bad, I spent about three days in my basement, even with a television, and that'll drive you nuts when you're really <laughs> you're really down. Kyrie Irving says yesterday in his press conference he felt disrespected by the Brooklyn Nets. Boy, I'm leaving. You've got to have a lot of nerve to say something like that, or. A total lack of awareness. Which one is it? He said the off-court stuff was where he was so disrespected. He and is I'm the like, off-court stuff. Exactly. And when you bring stuff upon yourself, and you know I'm a big Kyrie guy. I know you are. And You uh, can watch him tonight, Dallas at the Clippers, 10 o'clock on ESPN. And I kind of like the Mavericks because I like watching Luka no, play. And now it's like I hope they don't win a game. Plain how, and simple. How can you feel disrespected? You didn't. You played fifty-seven percent of the games when you were there. You wouldn't get the vaccine, which cost you half a year, which cost your teammates a chance in the playoffs. Uh, you won one playoff series in four years while you were there. And by the way, the games you did play in, your team only won fifty-seven percent of them. He's an unbelievably talented ball handler and scorer. Unbelievable. What are the teams he played on, Dun John? Other than the Cavs with LeBron that won one, nothing. Exactly. All right. I'm done. Okay, we're done. I'm done done with Kyrie. Kyrie. Uh, The Saints will uh, meet with Derek Carr today. Is Derek Carr the next quarterback? And is this a good move for the Saints? They've got Andy Dalton. They've got Tyreek Hill. Look, Derek Carr's an upgrade, right? And in that division, a winnable division, Tom Brady's gone. The Buccaneers, you got Carolina, you got Atlanta. That's a winnable division. It's a winnable division, but Derek Carr has proved he's never been a winner. And to me, that, numbers are that, good. The numbers have always been good, but is, it, it, probably not his fault with the Raiders. Is but it an upgrade though. Yeah, it's an upgrade. Dalton? But gosh, I just I'm not sold on Derek Carr. I'm sorry. All right, NBA. Back to the NBA. I know I'm going all over the place today. Okay. LeBron last night, 38 points, breaks Kareem's record. This is a number I didn't understand until Scooter made me wise here. 150 fewer games. I sent a text to you last night, Tony, saying, well, you know, LeBron got a four-year head start because Kareem had to play college basketball. He's the greatest college basketball player that ever played the game. Um, So he had a four-year head start. But then I found out 150 fewer games LeBron played in, and Scooter brought it to my attention. Well, you didn't see Kareem out there hook-shotting three-pointers. Right, LeBron's had a lot of threes over the years. He is—he's uh, the greatest scorer in the game, and I will say now he—I don't want to say he's better than Michael Jordan, different era, and I'm a Jordan guy. If you put them together, but he's also top five in assists all time. That's got to mean something. Um, I'm, you know me. He's I'm 38, and he was the best player on the floor last night, other than uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. And, you know, I'm not a big LeBron guy, but I think all he's done, I mean, is phenomenal. And to be that age and be in that great of shape. But I remember when he was back in high school and I heard heard people talking about there's this kid coming yeah. when he plays in these AAUs. It's different. And to have the longevity and to be able to play as long and not really have really bad injuries. He's had a couple small ones, but yeah. nothing major. By the way, Kareem only hit one three in his career. LeBron's had over 2,200. And it was a desperation three from the corner. <laughs> I remember it. Absolutely. I remember it because 
the media made such a big deal about it. By the I, way, who passed it, the ball to him on that Magic bucket? Johnson. No, LeBron's. Oh. Uh, who got the assist? Was it Lonnie Walker? Last yeah, night? I, I yeah. watched it. but I watched it. Uh, I don't think it was Lonnie Walker. I mean, it's a it far wasn't, away. Uh, you Pat Be- it wasn't It might have been Pat Beverly. You get an assist for everything. Doesn't now, matter. Why, why was that even a question? Remember, because we were talking about the prop bets with oh, LeBron who would yesterday. Get who would get yeah. these? I was just curious. I didn't bet it. I, I have no curious. idea. Uh, net rankings quickly. I mentioned this. Kentucky dropped from 32 to 41. Indiana moves up to from 22 to 20. And Louisville goes from 327 to 331 last God, night. How many teams are Ooh. there? 367, I think. And the cards are 331 now. Yikes. It's crickets. Uh, who wins Super Bowl, Tony Burke? It, by the way, it's the Chiefs and the Eagles. Oh, I was getting ready wondering. to pick the Saints. The Red Rocket, Andy Dalton? I like, I like the Eagles. I, I, They're I, one and a half still. I, I really Two do like half. them. I think Mahomes can win the game for the Chiefs if he's on. But I think the Eagles have been so solid on both sides of the ball, it's hard to go against them. Tune in Friday for the uh, six-pack to see if I agree or disagree with Tony Burke. Over, under, 15 and a half. Under. I can tell you right now I like the over. I know what you are going to pick, but I'm just telling you what I liked. I think the – well, I can't tell you what I think is going to happen because then you'll know who the – Yeah, yeah don't six do that. Pack can't do that. All right, uh, college basketball last night, not locally. Uh, Eighth-ranked Virginia beat NC State. 63-50, to 50, NC State back in the top 25. It took them a long time to get there in the 22nd. They're probably going to drop right back out because Virginia manhandled the Wolfpack last night. UConn, uh, don't sleep on UConn here. I know they had a streak there where they beat bad teams and lost to good teams. They uh, they beat 10th-ranked Marquette last night, 87-72, and it wasn't that close. UConn's got a lot of talent. Um, I'm not a big. We talk about who's a turd and who's not a turd. I'm not a big Danny Hurley fan. Just but, look at uh, Danny Hurley. You don't go for. But him. he can coach, and he's got some talent in in stores. Uh, Kansas State in another battle of top twenty five teams. Twelfth ranked Kansas State beat seventeenth ranked TCU eighty two to sixty one uh, in Manhattan, Kansas. That was a beatdown. TCU's banged up. They got a couple guys hurt. They'll get them back, and they will be fine. They will be competitive. Uh, again, but right now they're just struggling with with bodies. Uh, and uh, I mentioned Indiana. All right, tonight two games in the system. Seven o'clock on the SEC Network. Six ranked Tennessee at Vanderbilt. The Vols are nineteen and four. Vandy is eleven and twelve. I think Tennessee clubbed them the first time. Yes. Uh, in fact, I know they did. Uh, it's a ten point spread in the Music City tonight. Tony System says take Vanderbilt. Tennessee has struggled here lately. The loss to Florida and then putting up 46 against Auburn, I know they're better than that. Do they? Uh, does the system work tonight? I, I wouldn't bet it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already did, so you're not helping me here. Scooter, Tennessee I, versus Vandy. Uh, I'm torn. Vandy's the system here. I'm torn on this one. I, I want to go with the system, but I think I'm with Tony. I think I have to go Tennessee. All right, 630 is the other system bet, so you can lose earlier than the Tennessee game. It's 23rd-ranked Creighton at Seton Hall. Uh, Jamel Holloway's Seton Hall Pirates are four-point underdogs to the Creighton Blue Jays on FS1 630. I think I would go with you on this one. Not because Seton Hall is any good, but I just have a good feeling for Seton Hall at home. I think I'm money-lined. Wow. I got to look. I'll look later. Uh, all right, Tony Burke system. Iowa State ranked 11th in the country 
is a three-and-a-half-point underdog in Morgantown where they bring guns and coonskin caps. West Virginia is three-and-a-half here. And what happened at Kansas with Iowa State? I mean, Iowa State, boom. Blew them out. Blew them out. So now West Virginia. But West Virginia's been playing well. You bring up a good point. On the road. Home win against a ranked opponent. Now you go on the road against an unranked opponent. Take the Mountaineers. Take the Mountaineers. Other top 25 games tonight, Tulsa's at Houston. The Cougars are 28-point favorites over the uh, 5-17 and 17 Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Florida at Alabama, ESPN 2, 9 o'clock. Alabama, I think, busts loose tonight. They're a 10-point favorite over the Gators. Gators play good defense, though. I know, but I think Alabama turns back into Alabama tonight. Oklahoma at Baylor. Uh, 14th-ranked Baylor is a 10-point favorite over the Sooners, ESPN U, 9 o'clock. Anything uh, stand out, you just yell right in there. Georgetown at Providence. Baylor. Baylor. He said it quickly. Georgetown at Providence. I know who you like here. The uh, Friars are 13-point favorites tonight over the Hoyas, who are playing better. I gave you one uh, on UAB a week or so ago, and I'm going to give you Providence on this one. That's your uh, lock of the day? Unbuckle. Unbuckle. It's the unbuckle of the day, Scooter. 6.30. He's writing it down over there, Tom. (laughs) 6.30. uh, Got a new name for it, so I like it. The unbuckle. 6.30 6.30 on FS1 for that game. And late night tonight, if you are bored to death, 25th-ranked San Diego State at Utah State. Hey, Utah State's got a better record than San Diego State and is a two-point favorite at home tonight, the Aggies, over the Aztecs. It would be the system if it was Power 5. It would be the system. Well, it would be your system. Yes. Because Utah State's favorite. Uh, NBA last night, we'll do it quickly here. John Moran had 34, Memphis beat Chicago 104-89. Denver 146, Minnesota 112. Denver still got the best record in the West. The Joker had 20 points, 12 rebounds, and 16 assists. That's every night. Every night. Unbelievable. We talked about LeBron, but Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 30 points and 8 assists. Who won that game? And Oklahoma City beats the Lakers, Todd Father, 133 to 130. How many LeBron have in the fourth quarter? He had two points. He can't finish. Uh, you get, you get, <laughs> He's uh, not a finisher. You know what? Hey, it was all about LeBron last night. Michael it wasn't about Jordan's the team, the best John. player that ever played the game. He's not a finisher. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shea Gildas Alexander, we've talked about this. He's good. Underrated. He will be. He is an all-star this year. Tonight on ESPN, Philadelphia and Boston, great rivalry game. The Celtics are four-and-a-half-point favorites at home in that one. And, uh, of course, the late game, Kyrie's Dallas Mavericks. Can't wait. At the L.A. Clippers. Clippers are eight here. Luka's still not ready to go. He is expected to be back as early as this weekend. I think Dallas has a game on Friday night, and they expect the Kyrie-Luka experiment to begin. Does that experiment work, Tony? No. Two ball-dominant guys? No. Kyrie doesn't work with anybody. He'll get his points, but the team won't succeed. Is there any way Lucas says, you know what? I'm going to take a back seat here. I'll be the two-guard. I won't be ball-dominant until we start losing. Luca has to be ball-dominant. He's so good. He is. It's hard for him not to be, isn't it? All right, the new Netflix series starts next Wednesday. We'll talk about it more next Wednesday, but full swing – Behind the scenes, it's kind of like hard knocks here. Everything's open. You're going to see profanity on Netflix. You're going to see some of the live golfers when they were still on the PGA Tour. It's from last year. Are you looking forward to this? Yes, I am. Is there any nudity? I hope not. It's all male golfers. 
unless some of the wives are available. Thanks to Scooter. Thanks to Tony. We will, uh, I guess I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage on the Big Act.